0: Do you know who was named the best putting mat in 2022 by my golf spy? It was the mats from Birdie Ball. It'll help you sink more putts and make more birdies with a Birdie Ball putting green, all in the comfort of your own home. Check out Birdie Ball online at birdieball.com. Birdie Ball is here to make golf more fun and accessible. Find out more at birdieball.com.
1: Welcome to Grilling at the Green After Hours. Conversation that took place after the broadcast ended.
0: Hi everybody, it's JT, and this is a special version of Grilling at the Green. Grilling at the Green is brought to you in part by Painted Hills Natural Beef. Beef you can be proud to serve your family and friends. That's Painted Hills Natural Beef. Hey everybody, welcome to After Hours here on Grilling at the Green. My very special guest this week, uh, repeat offender, which I love him for, is uh, Gary Van Sickle. And originally, I said this a couple times during the regular show, The the content was going to be a PGA review and a U.S. open preview. So lay it on me. Uh, Let's talk about the PGA. Um, I don't know how they're, I was going to get the media part out of the way first, Gary. I don't, I have not seen the numbers. I have not seen the broadcast numbers, to be honest with you. So I don't know how that did. Um, And maybe you've seen them and you can share it with us, but overall, How would you rate the PGA and uh, the performance and the end result?
1: I thought it was a really good show. You had, uh, I forget who won, but you had a club pro named Michael Block. That was the story of the week. Right. Not personal Brooks Koepka, but Block was unbelievable. And then the last day he makes a hole-in-one playing with Rory. I don't know how you could, you know, you had the Cinderella, you had Rory, you had Kepka, you had a guy, the guys in the mix. It was pretty Victor Hovland, you know, and, and Kepka. And how about this, the bunker at 16, taking out Corey Connors on Saturday? <laughs> he hits a, you know, I mean, with an eight or nine iron, he hits a, he misses it, hits a line drive into the, under the lip. And then Sunday, Victor Hovland does the same thing with a nine iron. You know, th- that's not like, Oh, that bunker lip is so high they couldn't get over. He Victor Hovland had a nine iron. He's he'll hit a hundred more shots and never even come close to hitting the lip. But that that same bunker took both those guys out. And then, of course, Kepka promptly hits it to like three foot, three feet to you know kill the kill them off. I used right. use the verbs out of habit. Uh, of course, they didn't really kill anybody, but
0: no, he,
1: he's a closer. And oh, there's an opening. I'm going to finish this, and it was compelling all week. Uh, Saturday wasn't much fun. It was rainy and crummy and the players had to battle the elements. Although I always like watching them do it. I don't like it when I have to do it, but <laughs> overall it was, it was a great weekend. On top of that, the other star of the week was Oak Hill. They redid it. They, they took out those four holes at the Fazio's rune in the seventies and restored them to Donald Ross. And I, I've played a number, I played some tournaments up at Oak Hill and I, honestly, I did, they removed a gazillion trees. I didn't even recognize the place. I thought it was awesome. And I, and I wrote this. I'm not sure Oak Hill isn't our new best major championship site at a major that doesn't rhyme with rasters.
0: Yeah, I, I thought mean, it looked great. I think
1: it's better. I mean, I live in Pittsburgh. I can't really say it's better than Oakmont but, out loud, but I think it is.
0: I thought it looked great. Like I said, I didn't get to watch everything. We had a lot of stuff going on, but what I, when I could, you know, squirrel away an hour or two and plop down and watch it, I thought the course looked terrific. And the thing about that bunker uh, with Connors and stuff, and and you tell me if I'm wrong, but for me, it didn't look like when they were in the bunker, it wasn't, the lip wasn't above their head. No. It's like no. between waist and chest high, which should have been a a no brainer. It. it was.
1: It was not a difficult shot on a scale of you know for those guys. Yeah, for either one of those guys, and for them both to hit it, I mean, they both hit it. They both, you know, like, let's face it, they both boned those shots. That's that's the truth. They, yeah, they they boned them. That's that's all there is to say. And for it to happen in the same spot on the same bunker and knocked two guys out from winning, Uh, although Corey Connors was kind of not doing that great Saturday before that happened. But, yeah, that that was incredible. So there was a lot to like about the tournament. And look, Kepka, he's got five majors. You may recall a few years ago somebody was asked what his target was, and he said double figures. And everybody went away in shock going, oh, he thinks he can win 10 majors. It's like he didn't say 10. He said double figures. Yeah. I think I read recently where, you know, what he meant was 15 because he wants to catch Tiger. Or 14 or, yeah. So, look, he can do it. Who's he got to beat? You know, John Rahm looks great. Justin Thomas, missing in action. Rory, missing in action. Scotty Scheffler. You've got to beat Rahm and Scheffler. Those are the two guys right now that look like they're the best players, head and shoulders above the rest. So, I, I don't doubt that Kepka can get to. If I was forced to bet, will Kepka get to double figures with Majors win? I would bet my money on yes.
0: I would think so. I would take the over on that, definitely.
1: Yeah, I, I like, I you know, I like everything about the way he plays. He's, you know, I don't like his personality and it could be a persona, but he, he's kind of a, he comes off as a bully and a condescending guy. And, but, you know, there's, I said before, he reminds me of Raymond Floyd back in the old days. So you don't have to be warm and fuzzy. Just go out and beat people. And that's what he likes to do. He likes to beat people. He's good at it. He's not afraid of the big moment. And he's got the game really to do it. And I think you're going to see he and Scheffler and Rom mix it up here. The next couple of years is going to be great
0: fun. And he's going to be a dad. That might take yeah, a That long. could
1: That could take, take- the edge off. Yeah, You know, all these guys, it's a typical repeating pattern. You've seen it with Rory and a lot of players. You've got all the money in the world. You don't need any more. You become a dad. Your priorities change. And when you're number one in the world, it doesn't take much. You know, I'm holding my fingers an inch apart. That much less practice is all it takes to knock you from number one to number eight. Right. Be a guy who's dominating to be the guy who wins, but he doesn't, you know. So you see these guys go into a slump in their 30s because they realize golf is a game. It's not that important. Then when their kid or kids get older, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, they want to show them how good they were. And they go back to work, and they have a they have a second, you know, oh. much like Jason Day. I mean, he had some physical injuries. That's what was his story it was different. But he worked really hard to get back because he wanted to show his kids that, that he could still do it, and he got a win this year. So – I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, Kepka, I could. Yeah, he might. You got to be selfish if you're a golfer. It's not popular to say that, and it's not popular to be selfish, but you got to be selfish. Who who wants to, uh, if you've traveled, Jeff, you know how much fun it is if you're a PGA tour player to be on, be away from home 28 weeks a
0: year. Yeah. That's not fun, no matter how much money you have. No. No. And if you're flying in a private jet, you're still flying in a jet and you're away from home for it can be 100 miles. It can be 2000 or 20,000 miles. You're still away from home.
1: You can never get you can never get those little league games back that you missed. Bruce Litsky had the right idea. He was staying home in the summer. He skipped the U.S. Open. His kids had baseball games and he was going to be there. And speaking uh, of kids, how's Mike doing? Good. He he made it to the U.S. Open sectional, didn't make it through there. He played at the one at Woodmont. He he had a chance. After he was he had a bad bad start. He got to three over after eighteen, birdied the next the nineteenth hole, and was right there because I think two under got in. And then he said the course was so firm and fast that he had one hole. He and his caddy were looking at. It. He had a ninety yard lob wedge, and they're both looking. I don't know where we can land this to keep it on the green. That's how firm it was. Oh, boy. So it was at a premium, and that's not the kind of thing you can practice for. Some of these guys who, Mark Leishman and Sebastian Munoz, guys who've been in the tour and played the Masters, their short games so are a little better prepared for that than a guy who is not really chasing the tour and now is working on his PGA card and giving lessons at an indoor simulator place. So he came up short, but he's phenomenal at teaching and he's that's hoping cool. to get his. PGA card so he can try to be in be the next Michael Block and get in the PGA Championship plays way in.
0: Somebody asked me the other day it was in a little um online social media chat room. We were there golf oriented and somebody one of the questions was about the USGA and how the course setup is and like that and my answer was The USGA always seems happy if you need a pair of goats to help you find your ball in the rough. And, you know, of course, they got laughs and chuckles and and that type of thing. But that's kind of (laughs) true. Well,
1: that's the only way you can defend party more. But even then, go back to Wingfoot a couple years ago with Bryson DeChambeau. The rough at Wingfoot was ridiculous. But he had it down there so far that he could, you know, it was bomb and gouge at its finest, and it worked. Yeah. So there's really there's no defense for these players now unless it gets windy. The wind is the only way you can make a golf course really tough. Uh, you look at Oak Hill, and they got the greens super firm and super fast and all that. But... You know, on Sunday after they got rained on, they ripped that place apart, which is okay. You, there should be, you should be able to make birdies. Yeah. You made know, the mistake. You know, I've mentioned this before. The mistake they made in the 80s and 70s was making a golf course so hard that nobody could make birdies, no matter how good you were. When you negate ability, let's say the rough is a foot tall, that means Tiger Woods has got to hack it out 50 yards. You and I are playing, we gotta hack it out 40, 50 yards. You've now right. equalized us on that shot. You don't want that. No. You get just enough rough so Tiger or the best players can still do something with it. And the lesser guys have to hack it out. And they have a hard time finding that line, not only with the green the fairways and the rough, but with the speed and firmness of the greens, like at Shinnecock. You know, they screwed it up at Shinnecock once and went back to Shinnecock, and Mike Davis promised we're not going to screw it up again. And they screwed it up again, so it's a it's a difficult business course setup. When PGA has a guy like Kerry Hag, a guy like him is invaluable. And uh, you know, looking back, Tom Meeks was a USGA guy, and he 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 was no Kerry Hag in retrospect. But yeah. yeah, these guys hit it so far, they have to come up with something, a gimmick, because they can't. You know, it's like, well, why don't you just why don't you just let them go ahead and make shoot twenty under? Because, well, we saw that last the, week. The lower the lower the score, the better the scores in a major championship. The better the winner. The weird winners are always when two over par wins,
0: right? And but go but back you,
1: to the PGA of the U.S. Open, you, if they shoot twenty under, it's Jason Day edging Jordan Spieth at Whistling Straits, or Nick Faldo over Norman and Payne Stewart at the Old Course at seventeen or eighteen under. When it's when
0: it's two over,
1: one under, three over, you know it's Sean McKeel over Chad Campbell.
0: You mentioned it though earlier, and we saw it last week at Muirfield. Uh, guys coming in like on a par three and gonna hit a nine iron or a wedge or something, and the wind came up and dumped it in the drink. What what? Uh, that's on the back nine, one of the. Is 17? Probably 16, 16, 16 yeah.
1: 16, That Jack Nicholas made it to look like the 16th. That he's got two par threes in the back nine. One is a copy of the 12th hole, only his has got a lot more water, and it's almost all carry over water. And he's got the 16th hole, which at Augusta, the water is on the left side. But Jack, you got to almost carry it over the water. Right. And the green is very small. It tilts away from you where you want to land it and rejecting the shots, and then it's a lot longer than 16 at Augusta. So Jack even said, well, I may have to go back and tinker with it if nobody likes it. Well, they just redid all these things two years ago. I mean, they, 12 was always like that, but he just changed 16 a couple of years ago to make it like this, and now ah, I may have gotten it wrong. You, you may have gotten it wrong. You know, Jack likes to tinker with his golf courses, and the reason is because he didn't do it right. Well, I, and he, he, I hate to be critical of Jack as a designer, but that's really the bottom line. You wouldn't have to tinker with him if you got it right the first time or the second time. And I, I'm, I'm afraid his legacy as a golf designer is probably not going to be what, you know, it is right now because Jack's around. We all like Jack and we don't want to criticize him, but you got to get the, if you're going to do that 16th green in Augusta, he's done, I mean, how many, how many hundred courses? How, how how can you not get that right? You know yeah. what you're doing.
0: Well, and he heard it, so I don't know. Uh, he heard it on, he was in, yeah. uh, he was in the CBS booth and. Uh, I think it was Jason Day. Wasn't Jason it? Day said it was a horrible hole or made some. I think he might've used the word stupid. Stupid hole.
1: And, and, and speak said something about it the day before that too. And, and, and Jack- they said it last year and he. He's already fixed it once. It was a too. It was a little too severe, and it's it's still you know. And I don't know. It seems like to make your golf course good for TV, you've got to turn it almost into a video game where it's like every hole's an island green with water everywhere. It's got to be more dramatic. Just having a good golf hole with grass and clever subtle breaks, it's it doesn't come off on TV. You need it to be like sawgrass where. You're walking through a minefield of ponds, and if you get through maybe you'll win And but well, that's, I... that's what attracts t v viewers and all these golf tournaments and even the majors and i know I've said this on your this show before they've long since turned or they're not they're not golf tournaments anymore they're all t v shows right it used to be golf tournaments first, the majors then t v shows but now they're t v shows first, and that's just the way it is that's a new era
0: I think maybe they need uh more alligators, piranha, and uh, hammerhead. Well, those an- yeah,
1: those animals should be
0: in play. Yeah. I jokingly say when somebody hits
1: one in a blind shot, he goes, is that okay? And I'm like, well, if it got over the pit of cobras, I think it'll be okay, but otherwise <laughs> you're going to have a problem. And they're like, pit of cobras? Yeah, I'm just kidding.
0: Yeah. Sure, really- why
1: not? That's the next one we'll have. It'll be like uh, one of those game shows, hazard obstacle
0: course runs. Yeah. Ninja defeat the,
1: defeat the gorilla, and then it'll be like what's the show with? Um, Rob Riggle was the co-host, and they were mini golf. Oh, yeah, the mini golf thing. Yeah, yeah. What was the name of that show? We all know it. It was kind of fun for a while, then it got ridiculous. That's they right. give the winner a gold gold putter and a green horrible green plaid jacket. Yeah, yeah. Steph Curry was involved in producing it. It's Holy con-
0: moly! It's it's gone now,
1: yeah. I think. It's yeah. gone now. But you know, maybe maybe that's what will happen in a major. Maybe 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 this thing, maybe the global thing, maybe they're going to make a new major. Maybe they'll have one major in Saudi Arabia and first prize is a hundred million dollars. I don't know.
0: You never know. Um, the you-
1: losers and the loose, everybody else, uh,
0: and the camels
1: don't come home.
0: I don't know. <laughs> Hey, I've been to Chop Chop Square. You don't want to go there. Trust me. You don't want to go there. All right. Let's talk about the U.S. Open. I've even I think I've got my open cap on today. Um this is what you this is what you pay USGA folks for, people is get these hats. Uh they show up with a calendar, which I happen to have right here. See? So you get those two things and you're a member and you're good to go. Um okay, who's who's your odds on favorite? Just what is well, Gary Vance? Scotty
1: Van Scheffler could have won Memorial and he didn't really, technically he didn't make a putt outside of nine and a half feet. He didn't make one from the fringe, but yeah, he's not like he's rolling a bed. They just aren't going in. So uh, Scotty Scheffler, I, he's so far and away ahead of everybody else in all the uh, strokes, game stats, T to green. It's hard not to like him in the U S open, which is always a ball striking contest. So I think he's right there. In, I wouldn't discount Victor Hoblin. I mean, you always get excited when you see a guy win because he's playing well, but he's really worked on his game. And I was impressed with some of the things he's figured out about not, not being so aggressive. And he he had to go and work on a short game because he wasn't PGA tour quality with a short game. That was beating him. So those love- two guys come to mind. And um, after that, you can pick any other top players. Uh, I'm not, a, not sure. Rory's here's the thing. I don't, I played L.A. North once a long time ago, but uh, I don't remember that much about it. I don't know who it favors. Uh, Opens are usually straight hitters who are good iron players. Yeah. So that's not really necessarily John Rahm, but on a good week it can be. You know, a good iron player somebody like Colin Morikow, whom we haven't heard of. Justin Thomas, whom we haven't heard anything about. I don't think he's putting very well. Uh, Some guys like that. So. Uh, I thought uh, Hobby will we well have a Terrell Hatton or somebody come out of the woodwork on this. Or I feel like maybe this is a court. There's got to be some guys on tour who went to school out at UCLA or Pepperdine, Sahith Lagala. Uh, I don't know yeah. if the Bay Area counts. You know, Morkawa was up there. Uh Max Homa was out, out at Cal. That's San Francisco area. I, I gotta feel like there's some California born player who's gonna who's Probably played there 20, 24, some rounds, and is going to have right. an advantage, just like Fitzpatrick did at the country club when he won the amateur there. So I don't know who that guy is. I don't know if Max Home has played there a lot, but somebody, I'll bet somebody has, and I'm going to do some research on that. I should have done it before I was on your show, but hey.
0: Maybe Z- Xander Shoffley? He, well he's a yeah. he's from he's
1: from la that would be that might be an excellent pick he's great i tell you what if you're betting him you always want to bet him top five yeah there's not so not so much betting him to win but he's always up there you know scheffler's top 10 eight, nine of his last 11 majors so that guy is always there he's gonna he's like jack he's gonna win he's only got one major i mean only he's pretty good but Gosh, if anybody falters, if Fitzpatrick messes up that fairway shot from the bunker at the country club, Scotty Scheffler might have had a U.S. Open. And when you're in their mix all the time, guys are going to mess up and hand one, hand them to you. So,
0: you know, when you talked about, uh, Shoffley and, uh, Sheffield, Matt, you've got, You've got most of your Quinella right there. <laughs> See, yeah,
1: those are good. those are the obvious guys. I mean, I took for a large part, you know, and, you know, of who anybody who's in tour disqualified as, you know, how about Stuart Sink? He, he got in through qualifying. Is he a sleeper pick? I don't know. Um, You know, what Sergio, cool? Sergio got in. Man, there's a sleeper pick.
0: Yeah, uh, what I thought was cool was uh, Hovland after last weekend was, well, yesterday was caddying for his buddy in a sectional. Did you see that?
1: It's great to be 27 and young and
0: have knees that were
1: life, and you can walk 36 because it's fun.
0: Yeah, those days are behind me.
1: Yeah, and and you walk 36 and probably didn't even have a beer. So, you know, that's not something any of us would do.
0: No, no, no that that doesn't uh, that doesn't get into the equation. I was going to tell you. Uh, let me that tell you that would be,
1: by the way, that would be great
0: commentating on TV. Yeah, he's gone twenty one holes without a without a bogey, Joe, and <laughs> he's gone seventeen holes without a beer. This is just an amazing streak he's on. That'd be like the John Daly thing, you know. Yeah, and, and it's been five holes since he had a Marlboro. So yeah, it, it, he, I think it was established later
1: that John was drinking out of uh, some cups at the PGA at crooked stick. And I, I think it was determined later. He admitted, yeah, he was drinking some, uh, I think it was beer, but he was drinking some alcohol out of the cups while he played in the PGA. So that was part of why and how he became a folk hero.
0: Here's a headline just came in. You probably got the same thing. It says Greg Norman didn't know about the LIV, uh, golf PGA tour merger. The shocking news caught everyone by surprise, including the LIV CEO. Well, it'll be
1: interesting. So, is is Greg mad? Is Greg upset about that, or is he happy that they merged? Or, and what's his future role going to be?
0: Yeah, the
1: guess is none, but I don't know.
0: Well, he's such a warm and fuzzy guy, and made a lot of friends doing once this. Once
1: again, once again, look you know at the headline of that should be, and I've I've used it before. Sports Illustrated used it. I think I used it as a lead of my story, the Masters in '97, but or '96. The great white great white shock. <laughs>
0: God yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean that's uh, I don't know, I don't know how many messages and emails I've got with that headline, but that was the last one just came in a few minutes ago. Didn't know about it. How might, can you might be, might be a while before Greg Norman is trending again on the internet? I would think so. Uh, how, how can you be the CEO of something like that and not know this is going to happen?
1: Well, they didn't let him in because he didn't, you know, he didn't need to know.
0: And well, they didn't let him in. because I don't know, I mean, they I, wanted I don't know how
1: good of a businessman he really is, but.
0: I think if he, I think my, my thing, Gary was, somebody asked me about that the other day. Nobody knew about the merger or anything else, but they were talking about something. I said, look, any guy, how old's Greg Norman? 55, 60. I don't know. Oh yeah. I think he's 60. You know, he's. There's a picture of him butt ass naked in the creek on his ranch in Colorado, kind of flexing his muscles and trying to show everybody how lean and fit. And he he was. I mean, I'm not taking that away from him. It was. It's a little late in the game to be doing that stuff for me. I mean, I, I don't know of anybody except Greg Norman that had an interest in seeing that picture. So well,
1: you don't you, you, everybody's got an ego, some are bigger than others. His is pretty big and he doesn't like not getting attention anymore. And um, you know, that just that just plays into that area. And he it does. he wants to be relevant, and who knows, it may or may not affect any kind of endorsement or business deals he has. Uh, you know, that was one thing about Annika. As soon as she got out of golf, she didn't stay out long because she quickly discovered trying to get into business that. Well she was playing golf, she had no way to get exposure to attract right. people. So she started getting involved in some tourna- running some tournaments and get her get her profile out there, her brand, if if you will. Right. Got to keep your brand's got to get some attention. You know, just like all these players in the senior tour, they go from the PGA tour, they got equipment deals to get to the senior tour. All of a sudden, the manufacturers aren't that interested because the exposure on the senior tour is. About ninety percent less on the PGA Tour, so the money isn't going to be there on that tour.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm kind of shocked to learn that.
0: It's uh, it's more of a fun, keep you out of the old home, old folks' home tour. You know, yeah. Well,
1: winning never gets old. It's fun. Competing never gets old. It's fun to compete. Yeah, it is. Guys hate to give that up. Just like you and I hate to give that up. Even if it's a local amateur senior event, it's fun to. Yeah. to compete even if you lose it's it's more it's not the same as playing against your buddies for 20 bucks it's competing when you know there's no mulligans there's no rolling the ball over there's no nothing go shoot what you can shoot you can make it 17 on a hole that's the way it is yeah there's no there's no that just give me a seven you know it's fun even if you get your butt kicked
0: it is gary van sickle sports illustrated um we'll be checking back again with gary probably after the open, the one across the pond, because it's always fun to to talk to him. And uh, thanks a lot, man, for taking the time. I appreciate it.
1: As usual, it was great being had by you.
0: Uh, there you go. We'll be back next week with another edition of After Hours. Till then, take care, be nice, and go play some golf.